0: Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for two fifty. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just two dollars. Price of participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
3: The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. This is The X Zone on Talkstar. Our toll free number worldwide is 1 800 610 7035. That's 1 800 610 7035. My email address, X xzone at X on MSN Messenger, X TV at Hotmail dot com, and our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. TV dot com. My guest this hour is Sherry Ward. We're going to be talking to Sherry, who's the author of Seekers of the Soul. It's a book about seven psychics and intuitives. Now, uh, Sherry has been published in various periodicals, including Common Ground Magazine in San Francisco. Formerly, she was a feature writer for a newspaper. And... um, She is now working on a book about the grandson of Edgar Cayce, America's most famous and well-documented psychic who died in 1945. And Sherry, welcome to the X-Zone. Thank you. I've got to ask you this. As a a professional journalist, what was the inspiration to write a book about these seven psychics and intuitives?
1: Well, the inspiration was a personal experience. I I had a diagnosis of cancer in my left kidney, And so I went for a second opinion, and it um, was in league with the first one. And I just didn't feel like I had cancer, just a gut-level feeling. And so I started doing some research on my own, and I looked into some alternative methods, none of which really amounted to much. But one got my attention because it was a research project by Dr. Norman Shealy, a Harvard-educated former neurosurgeon, and he had done some work with psychics, and he said that psychics often disagree with each other. But when they're in consensus, when they agree with each other, they'll they will be 95% likely to be accurate. And that was pretty impressive. And mm-hmm. so I thought, okay, if I can find at least five really good psychics who come recommended on some level, I will put this question to them. Do you think this um, in my kidney is malignant or not? And so I did just that. I set out to locate five persons asking word of mouth, contacting respected organizations, and I let them each give them a reading for me. I didn't tell them about the matter at hand. And if it didn't come up, then I would say, what do you see for my health? And um, then I just laid my cards on the table at the end and told them what I had been told. And each one of them said, no, that Their sense was that this was not a malignancy, and I didn't think so either, so I went with their opinions, Mm -hmm. went back to the doctor a year later, and he said, I don't know what this is, but it's definitely not cancer. And I got to keep my kidney, which was pretty big.
3: And we're very happy that you did. Please stand by. You and I have to take our commercial break. We'll be back in two minutes. ExoNation Sherry Ward is our special guest. Her website is www.seekersofthesoul.com. That's www.seekersofthesoul.com. The name of her book is Seekers of the Soul. one eight hundred six ten seven zero three five is our toll-free number worldwide. Email xzone at xzoneradio.com on MSN Messenger, uh, xzoneradiotv.com and our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. Sherry Ward and I will be back on the other side of this commercial break as the X-Zone continues. We're right here live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. this product is a real winner. To learn more about One Two Three Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. Three Ward is my special guest, XO Nation, and we're talking about Sherry's new book, which is about seven psychics and intuitives. And the the remarkable part about this story is is that it was based on reality. It's not a fictional story. And the name of her book is Seekers of the Soul. And if you'd like to find out more about Sherry and how you can get a copy of Seekers of the Soul, well, what you'll be able to do later on is go to her website at www.seekersofthesoul.com. Sherry, before we went to the commercial break, we were talking about how you decided to go out after hearing some rather disturbing news from a doctor that you may have had cancer. You went to the... You didn't believe it yourself. You went and found seven psychics. Now... Out of all the psychics that you went to, were these the only seven that said you did not have cancer? Or how many psychics did you first see? And how many of these psychics told you the same thing? And why did you pick these seven for your book?
1: Okay. Actually, I I initially just went to five for the cancer matter. Mm -hmm. Um, I figured five would be plenty. And they were unanimous in their view that whatever it was in my kidney it was not malignant as one of them said you know i just feel like you could safely live with this the rest of your life and i then i got really intrigued by psychics like a lot of people i had been a little leery of psychics um i didn't really want to go to somebody for reading and have them put something in my head that was negative because that's scary and how do you get it out of your head and So I was very careful about making sure these people came recommended on some level, Mm -hmm. whether it was from a friend or a respected organization. And then as I continued to get readings, which I had backup appointments to these five just in case some of them disappointed me or fell short – Then the the readings themselves became a source of fascination. I was very intrigued, what are they going to come up with? And then I got very intrigued, how did they get this information? Especially when what they said turned out to be accurate, in my case at least. Um, And I, I wanted to know how they functioned and what gave them the confidence to make these pronouncements. And did they have weird experiences as children? Did they set out to be psychics? Was this something they just stumbled into? In other words, I wanted their stories. So
3: what did you find out about these uh, these psychics and where do the psychics get their information from?
1: Boy, that, that's an interesting question. And actually, I would say they all work differently. Some feel that they get it from their ancestors mm-hmm. who work closely with them, like maybe their grandmother, or somebody on the other side who they work with some feel that they are actually tapping into other dimensions and it's, as I understand it the string theory of physics says that uh, 11 different dimensions occupy the same space and so if if this is a multi-dimensional world and you can develop the abilities to tap into other dimensions that's possibly a real source of information and possibly very useful information And so that's where some get... Some of them get them from their clairvoyant abilities, their supernormal abilities, like they see pictures, they actually kind of see movie-type images at times, Mm -hmm. they hear things, they smell things, and um, so that's their source of information.
3: 1-800-610-7035-worldwide. XZone at Xzone dot com is my email address. On MSN Messenger, xzone Radio TV at hotmail dot com and our website www.XZoneRadioTV.com. T V dot com. My special guest this hour, Sherry Ward. And and Sherry, when you were visiting these psychics, did you test them or did you just have blank readings?
1: I just had blank readings. I, I don't really get into the testing. I, I figure that's a waste of my time. I prefer when I don't even have any questions, I like to just let them run with it. You know, read me. Tell me what you're getting. What are you picking up? What's going on? And then toward the end, once we have established a rapport, then I'll usually ask questions if I feel comfortable with them, if what they have said has seemed accurate. If they say things like, do you have a sister? I'm not taken back by that. A lot of people who are trying to test and think, oh, no, you should know that. Well, you know, it may be a sister-like person that they're picking up on. It doesn't really matter to me whether it's a literal sister. They're picking up on somebody who is like a sister to me. So I don't get into the testing. That, that doesn't interest me. That's a waste of my valuable time and theirs. Um, so I like to, you can tell once they've given you a 20 minute spiel or so about what they're sensing, then you, you have a very good sense of, is this someone who is tuning into you? Someone who has a high level of accuracy or not? And if it isn't, you don't really want to put an important question to them anyway. I usually just try to get off the phone about them.
3: Yeah. You know, you know what? I've been doing the show now for 17, 18. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast
2: while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if
0: you're that friend, this is us saying thank you. Now get a sausage McMuffin, sausage biscuit, sausage burrito, or hash browns. Choose two for $2.50. Enjoy a large iced coffee for just $2.00. Price of participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer a combo meal, single item at regular price. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at Select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square. In Waterloo Crossing, Spectrum Internet and Auto Pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.
3: Ten years, and I've had so many psychic readings. I I must be the oddball because nothing any of the psychics have ever told me has panned out.
1: <laughs> that is very unusual.
3: Is, is it possible oh. because I I always keep my guard up?
1: Well, yeah, they, there is one lady in the book who talks about that. She said if somebody comes to her for, for a psychic reading and they really don't want to be there, it's not going to be a good reading because on some level they are not participating. They are not really wanting to go there with this person. So, sure, you have free will, and if if you're not, you know, feeling simpatico with this person, I, don't, I think what they can get is very limited. And, uh, you know, you, you really need to work with psychics who are recommended. Sure, you know, like, anybody.
3: you know, like psychics, even like Sylvia Brown, she turned out to be a big disappointment to the millions of people who had faith in her when she did that big bar on Montel Williams.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I have mixed feelings about Sylvia Brown, but, you know, she did a lot of good to people for people with some of the things she first but was came it, out with. But
3: was it Sylvia Brown who did so much good for the people, or was it the people themselves who did good for themselves?
1: People were hungry for that. They're still hungry for that. I think a lot of us have had psychic mm-hmm. experiences. So so to go around saying psychics don't exist, that's, if you've had a psychic experience, you know, you know that those things are real. And so we are hungry for something more. We... We are hungry for something beyond just science, a little bit of magic, a little bit of, I mean, and maybe God really did give us supernormal abilities that we can hone and use for good. And that excites people. That, that makes people hopeful.
3: But why do people give so much credence and so much money to psychics? Like, is, the, is this a sign of, of where we are in this society of ours that we have to pay people to listen to talk to us?
1: Yeah, I think a lot of people don't want to accept responsibility for their own lives. So if they can afford it, they'll go from psychic to psychic until they hear what they want to hear. And then even often, then they won't go out and do the work. They just hope for these good pronouncements to come true. But that's not the way it works. You have to make your life. But but I think a psychic can give you guidance and steer you in good directions.
3: But there have been those psychics in the past and, uh, who have given very bad advice to people, and the advice that they've given them has, has cost these people dearly.
1: You know, I've often wondered, can you really look back and decide that that was bad advice? Maybe there were other factors that were going to come into play if mm-hmm. you had taken the other decision that you don't yet know about in evaluating a decision. It's hard to decide those things in looking back. I didn't have any terrible experiences with people giving me awful advice. There was a lot of advice that didn't feel right to me, so I sure didn't take it, you know. You better use your own sense of things. You can't just put your life in somebody else's hands. If that doesn't feel right, don't go with it.
3: But if you you could cope with life, if you could find the answers yourself, and if you're not lazy or irresponsible and if you're not used to packing and uh, passing the buck why would you go to a psychic
1: well sometimes you need guidance like would this be but why not good, go to
3: but why not go it, to a minister why not go to a friend
1: well because you're hoping for somebody who can see beyond and they say if you can afford it it's best to see two or three different people and get their sense of it um but you know you you The the quality of the psychic is so important, and so just getting somebody from an ad or an eight hundred number—that's really not what you want to do. You want to ask around and get um, get someone who's, you know, very ethical. I prefer people who work through prayer. Most of these people I interviewed work through prayer, and they ask that only information that is useful to their clients come through. um, Only information that is beneficial. So you know, it, it depends on what kind of a, an operator you are, I suppose.
3: Well, what happens if? All right, in your case, it was a happy ending. Thank God. Mm-hmm. I'm very happy for you because I, I don't want to see anybody sick. I, I, you know, hats off to you for that, and to the power to be, whoever it was that was able to, to, um, to cure you, so to speak. Mm. But there are those psychics who feed off of those who sit in front of them. And what they're out there to do is make an almighty buck. How do, how do we know the difference between the good guys and the bad guys? Think about that. We have to take a commercial break. My very special guest is Sherry Ward, www.seekersofthesoul.com. The name of her book is Seekers of the Soul. 1-800-610-7035 is our telephone number worldwide, Exxon Nation, and uh, Sherry and I are going to be back on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues. We're right here on the Talk Star Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Once again, my contact information is 1-800-610-7035 on MSN Messenger. Got this one, it's a new one, xzoneradiotv.com, and our new website, www.xzoneradio.com. Sherry and I will be back on the other side of this news break as we continue right here in the X-Zone. 401-0080 to listen on any phone anytime, anywhere Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal parapsychology and sci-fi radio programming anywhere twenty-four seven, three sixty-five. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming but not many know much about it since this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. Sherry Ward is my special guest, www.seekersofthesoul.com. Sherry is the author of Seekers of the Soul. It's a book about seven psychics and intuitives. Sherry, thanks very much for joining us. So how do how do members of the XO Nation and the listening audience know between a good psychic and intuitive, and a bad psychic or intuitive?
1: Well, one thing I think you want to watch out for is, do they scare you without giving you the solution? Are you forewarned about something within, you know, the way to avoid what could be a difficulty for you? If they don't, then uh, my red flag goes up. Or do they try to get you to come back, like, you know, with some hook, like, whatever negative hook that they're warning you about that scares you a little and so you feel you need to go back to them. If they don't free you, then, then you've got somebody to be wary of. And, and I think if they charge exorbitant fees, um, that, that's another red flag for me. I'm not saying they're bad, but I just don't, I'm, I really question the ethics of that. Um, so I think if you, if you hang up feeling good, feeling steered in a really mm-hmm. positive direction, feeling you've gotten useful guidance, then, then that's probably a good reading. If it's too good, you know, you're getting married next week, you're reading, if it's too good, then, then uh, you know, I would be a little learied there, too, especially if it doesn't pan out. Um I, I don't think that's their role. I think their role is to, to kind of help you with your life, not to live it for you, not to paint a picture that's rosier than it really is, or to scare you. I, I avoid those kinds of things.
3: If psychics are so dead on, and I'm glad in your case they were, how come they can't predict the the atrocities that happen in this world? How come not one psychic came forward and tried to warn any other governmental, governmental officials when it came to 9-11? How come nobody came forward when President Kennedy was going to be assassinated? How come nobody has come forward with the winning lottery numbers or where the next oil field will be found?
1: Well, for one thing, who knows if they didn't try to warn the government? Do you really think anybody would have listened to them? Well, I don't. You know
3: what? I believe that a psychic would have caused enough of a, of a of noise that somebody would have stood up and listened. I'm sure the media would have loved to have gotten a hold of that story, especially if they would have been right. But it seems that psychics are, they look back into the past, most of them. And, you know, Hind Vision is 2020.
1: I don't think anybody's ever really had a really good, well-organized panel of psychics and put certain questions to them. Sometimes they get feelings and they don't really know what it's about. I mean, it's a big world out there. Say you get a really dire, uneasy feeling. I'm not sure you can always just say, oh, I'm zeroing right in on New York City and an airplane crashing into a building. There very well may have been people in the city who who sensed, Something, but didn't quite understand what it was about. I mean, uh, being psychic is a relatively new field. This is something sort of new. And
3: well, so, wait a second. Hold on here. How can you say it's new when, when the Bible has these prophets, and that's what a prophet is—is is, is a person who has a psychic impression. So I can't—I can't agree with you that it's something new. I think it's something new that has been brought to the masses because of greed and power. That I will agree with. But when it comes to the the ability or or the, or or the existence of psychics. Gosh, you know, even witches way back in the early days were, when you used to use uh, spells to conjure up visions. So we could call that a psychic experience as well.
1: That's right. What I really said was it's a relatively new field. They've always been around. You are exactly right. And people have conferred with them for centuries, whatever they called them, seers, oracles, I mean, it goes way back, which also makes you think there must be something to it, that this hasn't gone away. But just as with any field, you're going to get good wounds and bad wounds. But I Mm -hmm. think it's an underutilized resource. And let's face it, the police use psychics. The government use psychics. So they're pretty quiet about it, but they definitely are in use today. Well,
3: the government uses uh, remote viewing more than they do psychics. And as far as law enforcement, no, 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 it's not. No, it's it was not.
1: very similar. No, it's totally, it abilities. is totally
3: different from a psychic prediction. It is totally okay. different. It okay. is. All right. Tell me
1: how you think it's the same. Well, I, I don't think it's the same. I think it's the same in that you are using supernormal abilities. So these are not your everyday, um, you're tapping in to, um, I think, psychic intuitive abilities. Well, when,
3: you know, when when you talk about tapping into a psychic uh, ability, uh, I can't put remote viewing in that same category because, you know, it was examined and it was it was uh, discussed and researched at the Stanford at Stanford University in their Intuitive School for psychic research. Then it was used by the CIA under very controlled circumstances. The CIA doesn't believe in psychic phenomena; they do believe in remote viewing, though. Then what do
1: you think you are doing?
3: I believe that what they're doing is their thought projection. I believe that there is a source or a skill that has yet to be defined and that this is what science is looking for. When it comes to psychic predictions where you go to the Akashic Records, I think that's a little far off. And let's take a look at some of the greatest prophets uh, of our modern time. Nostradamus, Edgar Cayce, their wrongs outweigh their rights.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes... You know, human beings have will, and sometimes when you put out a, a negative um, prediction, mm-hmm. who knows, maybe the power of prayer has influenced the outcome. Maybe you said California's going to have a bunch of earthquakes, and the people that live in California, or at least a certain percentage of them, prayed a lot about that. I, I personally believe in prayer, you know. So why? So do I. So who knows? They may have prayed, and we may have changed the course of things in that regard. We really don't know.
3: So tell me, are you a hard, fast believer in psychic abilities now? And were you a psychic believer prior to your own experience?
1: Yeah, because I am somewhat psychic. When they told me I had cancer... Honestly, I just didn't mm-hmm. feel like I did. I thought, you know, if something in my body was trying to kill me, I think on some level I would know it, and I don't sure. feel like I have cancer. So that's why I was inclined to go with these people's views, because it was in accordance with what I felt. So, yeah, I, I think um, I think it's an exciting, untapped area, and I don't think we're done with it. I think it's going to be around for a long time to come. In fact, I think it's going to get more prevalent, so I would like to see us police it a little bit. Big time. You know, give people some guidance on this.
3: But how do we we police so many people? Because it's anyone now who can afford the $8.50 for a website, and they go to Geospace and they get their website free. They're up and running in a day.
1: Well, you can't ever stop those, and you can't ever stop the people who are going to go to them, you know, but hopefully.
3: So how do we police it?
1: Well, I think if you get, see, like us having this conversation where you, you try to suggest some guidelines mm-hmm. for folks so that they're um, a little bit forewarned and that they ask their friends and family, yeah. have you ever been to anybody, and, and you try to people who come recommended and you check the validity of what they said did that work out was that genuinely useful you know if, or was it just cheap entertainment sometimes it's just entertaining yeah.
3: so basically it's consumer beware yes you know yeah. and, and and i think that we have to keep looking at it as entertainment because once we start putting it into the realm of reality i believe that we have a real problem on our hands
1: oh well that's interesting i think it is Already in the realm of reality, but you know it's coming out of the shadows, and it has been in the shadows. And I think that's healthy.
3: I I think it's. I think that it was in the shadows for a very good reason, because the percentage of 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 charlatan that is in the psychic community, I would put up to nearly ninety three percent.
1: You know, you've (laughs) never had a good psychic reading. I want you to have a good psychic reading so that you walk away going. Wow I don't wow. Be-
3: I don't believe there is such a thing as a good psychic reading I believe that what a person gets from a psychic reading is what they want to hear and what they want to believe mm-hmm. and that anything a psychic gives you can be interpreted to 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 fit any event in your life
1: Well you because know- like I
3: said how come no psychic has ever hit the the lottery numbers? How come no psychic has never discovered that gold mine? How come the psychic has never picked that 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 stock that is going to split? There are too many variables in it.
1: You know, I don't know that you really know that. I, they may have picked that stock that uh, and kept their mouth shut about it. Now, you see,
3: it. you're doing exactly what I think a lot of psychics do.
1: Okay.
3: I gave you a situation and you fit it to your own belief.
1: You know, I've put that question to psychics. I have asked, and I'll tell the you the question.
3: I'll tell you the answer they give you. It's because they cannot use their gift for personal gain.
1: No, only one of them said, "Oh, that's that the that's really, the universal
3: one I hear all the time." What was the oh, well, What were some of the answers she, you got?
1: She, just, she was just scared. Um, you know, I asked. Oh, like five years ago, just different. I, I buy and sell a lot of real estate. Mm-hmm. And I, I've asked different information on that or on. You know, um, financing a certain person, would this be a good idea? So I got some useful information.
3: Really? Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. so so what do you th- why do you think I get s- these these Yahoo readings? And you get well, these credible readings.
1: Are, there, are these coming recommended? Is somebody recommending these people to you? I'll tell are you they... something.
3: I've had some of the top psychics on this show. And one of the worst readings I ever got was from Kenny Kingston,
1: one of the very worst. Oh, yeah! I don't really think I know who Kenny Kingston you know, is. I know see. the ARE, which is an organization in Virginia Beach, Virginia, really rigorously field tests. Their I've had people. Sally. I've
3: had I had I've, I have had Sally Feather on the show a number of times.
1: Sally Feather?
3: Yeah, she's in charge of the ARE.
1: No, she isn't. Never heard of her. You haven't. No.
3: Who's Mm-mm. in charge of the ARE?
1: Kevin Tedeschi is the current executive director, and Charles Thomas Casey was the executive director for decades, and he just retired three years ago, so I don't know who Sally Feather is. Maybe but I'm a lifetime member of the ARE, and i working on a book with Mr. Casey, so that's just not right.
3: Okay, maybe, it, maybe my information's wrong. I thought it was the uh, the ARE. Uh, we're checking that out. So what's the story with Casey? Why was he so well-regarded when he really didn't do that much.
1: Oh, he did. He he did 14,000 readings, which were... He predicted
3: that that Atlantis was going to surface off the coast of Florida in 1968, and it didn't.
1: He predicted
3: the end of the world a couple of times.
1: I don't know if you predicted the end of the world. Oh, and I by know. the way,
3: Dr. Sally uh, Feather is, uh, her her maiden name is Ryan. She was with the Ryan Institute. I'm sorry about that, guys. No, oh, I'm sorry okay. about
1: that. Uh, oh, the Ryan, R H I N E, of Duke University. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a respected organization. Yeah. So, so, I personally don't know. So that. Edgar Cayce. Casey. Casey did lots of inspired readings. Just some beautiful stuff came from this guy. Um, some of the things he said certainly didn't come true. He gave a lot of physical readings. He did have documented cases of healing people, mm-hmm. including his own wife, who was dying of tuberculosis. And he really came to his talent very reluctantly. He he didn't want to be the weirdo in Hopkinsville, Kentucky, but it was a God-given gift, and he finally used it, really, to save his wife. And um, he did some good works, and... Uh, he's worth considering he so but why
3: didn't why didn't the majority of his predictions happen? Why was it only the minority?
1: Well, I don't know that it was the minority that's that's what you're saying. He certainly never predicted the end of the world.
3: But he did predict um, he did predict the rising of Atlantis off the coast of Florida in 1968.
1: Well, maybe it's come up and we haven't seen it. I don't oh, know. come on!
3: <laughs> oh, come on! That's I, I bet, that's just no, that's just silly.
1: My Atlantis like personally, who cares? But I don't know. I, I just don't know. Um, you know, I suppose I don't know. I, I if he was wrong, he was wrong, mm-hmm. and um, I don't know that that was.
3: But let's let's look at the good side here for a second, okay? He All helped right. a lot of people.
1: Yeah, he did, actually. Okay,
3: so he helped it a lot of people. was very
1: ethical. I think that's why he's so well regarded. He was you know, a very ethical person, and he certainly worked through prayer. and. Um, did
3: he charge you know, for his readings?
1: A minimal, well, if you had the money, uh, really a minimal amount. And if you didn't have the money, then you weren't charged mm. anything.
3: That's great. And
1: I don't think, I think when he formed that little organization, Aries around, then you you weren't charged. You, you if you remember, it was free. Right. He was a very poor guy.
3: All right, stand by. All right, Sherry Ward is our special guest. Uh, I'm giving her a bit of a hard time, but this lady knows what she's <laughs> talking about, and I appreciate that, Sherry. I appreciate your honesty. Sherry Ward's our special guest. Exonation. Her website is seekersofthesoul.com. Her book is Seekers of the Soul. My name is Rob McConnell. Sherry Ward and I return on the other side of this commercial break as we continue live and around the world right here on Talkstar.
0: Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line.
3: Welcome back everyone, Sherry Ward's our special guest www.seekersofthesoul.com The name of her book is Seeker of the Soul You know, uh, Sherry, I I was a little tough on you because I've had so many uh, people on the show who have talked about psychic experiences and they haven't panned out to anything but I believe that you are a credible lady and that you want to get a positive message out there and I commend you for that and yes, I did throw the Sally Ryan stuff in there just to see if you were on top of things and yes, you are Uh, One of the things I'd like to relate to you is i had a i had somebody come on the show who was a channel and um you know and uh, she said well rob is there somebody you'd like to say hello to on the other side i said yes i'd like to say hello to my sister and she said oh she's right here
1: no oh, and she wasn't dead
3: i don't have a sister
1: oh that's that's bad that's bad so now you can well, understand my yeah. skepticism Pardon?
3: Now you can understand my skepticism.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. That's not very reassuring, is it? A question for
3: you what, do you. what do you feel about the year 2012? Do you see it as doom and gloom, or do you see it in a positive light?
1: I see it in a positive light, preceded by some tough times. Sure. I, I think some old structures that maybe are not all that we need them to be might kind of be shaken. hmm and so that can be scary, but I think it's, um, you know, maybe a shift in consciousness to a higher level of consciousness. Yeah. I, I think it'll be okay.
3: You see, I believe we all do have what is known as psychic ability. Well, I'm a dad, and I've gotten that gut feeling in my stomach that something oh, is wrong, or good. I've looked, or I've looked at the phone and it's rang, or I've believed that somebody is sitting in an empty chair in the living room. You know, we've all had those experiences, so I believe there's something to the psychic phenomenon that we yet know a lot about. And I believe that there are those out there, like the psychics that you've had the good fortune of meeting, who are legitimate. But when I... I used to go to psychic fairs to do the show, and I would see these people go from psychic to psychic to psychic to psychic, shelling at 60, 70 bucks a pop. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to me that just left a very sour taste in my mouth.
1: Yes.
3: You know, I... I so... It's nice to know that there are legitimate psychics out there like the ones that you've seen and and that there are legitimate people like yourself out there who are saying, hey, listen, Rob's had his bad experiences, but there are good psychics out there, and I want to thank you very much for that.
1: Yes, absolutely.
3: What would you like readers to walk away from having read your book
1: with? What's what's your message? Hmm. Golly, I I guess my message is there's more out there going on than we are aware of. And we don't have to be so, so skeptical. It's okay to be open-minded and to consider, but to use your own good common sense and your own gut feelings to ferret out what might be worthwhile and credible and ethical and what isn't. But I think it's worth exploring the world of the paranormal. I think it can be useful to us. I think it's exciting. I think it's and you know what i think we just
3: ran out of time we've got 24 seconds sherry i want to thank you so much for joining us tonight good luck with your book and exo nation the name of the book is seekers of the soul at www.seekersofthesoul.com i'll be back on the other side of the news at six and a half minutes past with lloyd pye and the star
0: child project don't go away